Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. Hello, this is Darren Mitchell, host of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. So glad you could join me for another episode. And uh, if you're a first-time listener, hey, welcome on board. Hopefully, information I shared today will be enough uh, to deliver you some value that you can use in your quest to become an exceptional sales leader, but also pay it forward to your team. And uh, hopefully, you'll hear someone that wants you, wants you to come back to listen to the next episode tomorrow. So uh, hey, welcome on board. And of course, if you are a returned listener, Really appreciate you still plugging in and I hope that I'm continuing to add value to your sales leadership journey and certainly to the journey of your team as well. So before I kick into today's topic, I just wanted to make a quick reminder that if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, uh, please hit the subscribe button on the podcast platform that you're listening to. That will enable me to let you know when new episodes are up and about. Uh, But even more than that, if you can do me a massive favor and, and rate the show because it'll help other people just like you find the show on the various platforms, hey, but also we love to get a rating every now and then. So whether it's a five-star rating, whether it's a four-star rating, or whether you don't like the show and it's a one-star rating, hey, I'd really appreciate you to rate the show and that'll be uh, that'll be awesome if you can do that. Um, so today's topic, I wanted to talk about uh, resistance and how in my experience, and certainly you maybe you've experienced this as well, too many people who are working particularly in sales are subject to this instant gratification society or the thinking that society is wanting us to embrace literally every single day. You just have to look at all the advertising that's on the print media, in the various social platforms, but also in the in the visual media. It's always about, you know, get this now and pay it later. You've got products like Afterpay now, which potentially, if you're not careful, can get yourself you can get yourself into a bit of a pickle when it comes to uh, creating some personal debt, which is which is not a great thing to do. But it's just another example of the instant gratification society that we're living in, and it it means that people in all walks of life, and this is no different in sales, are looking for and expecting instant results. And when they don't get them, they're either blaming somebody else or they're simply saying, "Hey, this does, doesn't work." So it's it's so obvious within within sales when this happens, when a sales methodology that somebody's been implementing in their in their business or a new method of selling or a new method of prospecting that may be unfamiliar to somebody or to, to the team, when they're asked to implement it and they don't get those immediate results, it's very easy to discard that methodology and to say, hey, let's look for let's look for something different or we'll go back to the old ways of doing things because at least we know that's comfortable. So the more this happens, the more people are looking for the instant results, the more people then become susceptible to this thing called the shiny thing syndrome. So they're always looking for the next the next hack. The next method is going to cut the corner. That's going to cut down my prospecting time by 50%. The next opportunity plan that might actually make it easier for customers to be qualified before I have to qualify them. The next, uh, the next hack that might help me to close a deal without me having to literally ask a customer for the order, etc., etc. So all of that leads to a lack of results, and there's no consistency, and there's certainly no platform that uh, that teams can build, and certainly sales leaders can oversee to promote long-term sustainable success. And with that, what you'll start to see is that uh, people become a little bit agitated and certainly their engagement levels are not necessarily as high as they could be because they're not necessarily uh, bought into 
the structure or the vision of the team and therefore the vision of the organization because everything keeps changing. They're always looking for that newest thing. And so one of the key things today is in the title of, the, of this particular episode, I'm going to call it Repetition Breaks Down Resistance. And the thing we have to understand is this, that we need to stay the course. There's a, there's a certain gestation period that I've talked about this in previous podcasts that everything has, whether it be uh, horses, humans, carrots, potatoes, and I don't want to compare those to each other, but um, everything has its own gestation period and it takes time for those things to develop to the point where they're ready to be hatched, to be born, to be, to be harvested. And so we need to understand that. We need to have the patience that's required that, uh, hey, we need to actually get better at doing certain things that in the end will actually break down resistance, but also will promote a thing called excellence. Because excellence does take time and it does take practice. Now, you just have to read a number of books. And one of the most classic books out there, I think Michael Gerber wrote it. Um, and it was around about 10,000 hours of practice before you become a so-called expert. Now, don't quote me. It might be somebody else that wrote that, but I think it was Michael Gerber. If you do know who it was, and if it was him, hey, let me know. Uh, but 10,000 hours, if you think about the number of hours it takes to get good at stuff, 10,000 hours is a bucket load of time. It's years worth in terms of uh, putting putting yourself to um, to sort of commitments to get to get good at whatever it is, whether it be sales, sport, anything. But unfortunately, people don't have the level of patience to stay the course and stay in the game. Now, you take any example, whether it be from the sporting world, the business world, entertainment, any endeavor, and you find somebody who is successful. I guarantee you that behind that success is a huge amount of time a huge amount of effort and a huge amount of failure that they've had to overcome in order to be the person that you see right now in the spotlight doing the thing they do. And I would also encourage you to look back and think about, well, anything that you're good at right now, whatever that is, whether it be a hobby, sports, sales, anything, anything you're good at right now, I guarantee that has taken time for you to develop that. You didn't necessarily wake up one day and the magic fairy had actually given you this superpower that made you excellent in whatever it is that you're excellent at right now. It took time. It took work. And I guarantee it also took you to overcome some obstacles to get you where you are today. So why is it, therefore, that uh, people in sales in particular expect the instant results? And, dare I say it, there's some senior leaders within organizations who are expecting instant results as well. They also don't necessarily recognize or give credit to the fact that great results, excellence, actually takes time because what we're all about is sustained excellence, not flash-in-the-pan excellence. There are so many examples out there. You just have to look at uh, the entertainment industry. How many, how many bands or how many singers have actually had one hit and they're known as the one-hit wonder? Now, they actually get lucky. They did catch lightning in a bottle. Maybe they had a great writer. They just happened to be in the right place at the right time or they had the right voice for that particular song and all of a sudden it came together like beautiful music and bang, they become an instant hit. But you don't hear from them again. Then you have other singers and other bands who have been toiling away for years and years and years before they were even known. And what you see now is not a product of what they've actually um, all of a sudden become. It's, it's something that's taken a lot of time. It's probably well over 10,000 hours where they were slaving away in small pubs, maybe only playing to a handful of people, but they did it anyway because they knew that the more they did it, the more they repeated, the better they got to the point where they got to a stage where, hey, when they were ready, when the audience was ready, and when everything gelled, they reached the pinnacle, they achieved the success, quote-unquote. And if you talk to many of those entertainers, they say they work as hard, if not harder today, to maintain where they're at right now than they did before they were famous. And it's just this work ethic, and they know and they understand intrinsically that repetition breaks down resistance. And many of them will say, well, if they stopped, 
they will lose their edge. They have to keep going. They're always looking for that next level. And this is what separates the great performers, the great leaders, the great um, orators, the great entertainers from everybody else because they know that there's another level they want to get to and they're never, ever satisfied with where they're at because they understand that repetition will always break down resistance. And so one of the key things to look at, whether it be a sales leader or a sales person, is this thing called skill or will. Now, many of us, uh, when it comes to... I had this conversation yesterday, actually, with a client and we were talking about managing expectations, managing performance of a team, increasing levels of performance and really lifting the capability of the, and the skill set of the team. And one of the key things we have to look at is a matrix which looks at skill but also willingness or motivation. Now, certainly when it comes as a, from a sales leader perspective, if you're looking at your performance of the team and you are trying to train them in or upskilling them but really it's a lack of motivation, then that skill set you're trying to develop will be falling on deaf ears and nothing will fundamentally change. We've got to be really honing in on, okay, what area do we need to focus on that will enable us to build some repetition in, to get some better practice in, to get some um, momentum developed to the point where we can start breaking down resistance and start getting some results, even if it's short incremental results, starting to get results nonetheless. And it really starts with, is it a skill set or is it a willingness or a motivation level that we need to be focused on. So have a look at your team, have a look at yourself in terms of your leadership and where are you strong? And this this really requires to do some, I guess, some deep reflection, but also some analysis on your team. What are they doing really well? Where are some potential gaps? And are, and are they get these gaps areas of skill set that can be plugged with training, with mentoring, etc.? Or is it a, a lack of willingness? Do they, do they not have the intestinal fortitude? Do they not have the staying power? to want to continue to repeat certain practices because you know the skill set's there. They're just lacking some willingness. So it'll determine, therefore, how you then treat these individuals and how you can help them and incentivize them and encourage them to continue to move forward, to start breaking down that resistance and knowing that if the more you do that, you'll eventually break through and you'll get the results that you're ultimately looking for. So the first thing is to look at the skill set versus the willingness or the motivation levels. And know that and understand that this will take practice, but it will also take time. If you're trying to get instant results, then hey, you might as well stop now because you're going to be really disappointed and the people that you're working with and working for will also be equally disappointed because they're not going to be seeing the instant results. It will take time. How long is it going to take? I don't know. There's not an exact formula. We have talked briefly about the gestation period. It will take time, but what I guarantee you, if you don't do it, it will take even longer. So as I leave you with today's uh, final thoughts around repetition, breaking down resistance, here are, here are seven things just to think about, and these are really tips on, on how do we continue to develop in the right areas to continue to, to repeat good habits so that we can break down resistance and really get some momentum moving and, and ultimately deliver those results that over time with continual practice become sustainable. So tip number one, first of all, make a decision and decide what it is that you want. What is it that you're actually trying to hit? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to achieve? Now, everything starts with a goal. If you don't have a goal, you've got no, you've got no idea where you're going. You're going to take some action, but you'll be literally running around in circles. So make sure, first of all, you make a decision and you're really, really clear on what the end goal looks like. So always start with the end in mind. What does success look like? When you've got this skill mastered, when you've got the motivation mastered, when everything is, is as you want it to be, what are the results they're actually getting and what are you achieving? So really hone in on that and be crystal clear on what that looks like. Tip number two is commit to it no matter what. Uh, make a commitment that I'm in this game for as long as it takes, right? I'm not in this for the next 30 days and see what happens then I'm going to go on to the next shiny thing. No, no, I'm in this for until I get the result. I'm that committed. Nothing else is going to stop me. 
which by the way, gives you a great level of mindset to say, no matter what resistance I find along the way, I know that I'll find a way to get through it because the more I do it, it'll break down that resistance. There'll be less obstacles and those obstacles that I do find will be easier to break through or get over. Uh, number three, tip number three is to develop a skill set. So this is where you do the analysis on, okay, where, where are some gaps? What do I have to improve so that I can get excellent in certain areas, whether it be a skill set, whether it be my prospecting, whether it be my closing techniques, whether it be the, the quality of the questions I ask. Hey, as a leader, whether it be my leadership mantra, what's my philosophy, what is it that I need to develop? Uh, but also think about from a, from a skill set point of view, the skill set in around motivation can also be something you can develop as well. So when I say skill set, it's not necessarily just a technique. Also think about mindset and motivation as a skill set as well and really focus and commit to developing that. Point number four is, or tip number four is, implement at every opportunity. So as soon as you're developing a mindset, developing a new skill set, uh, commit to implementation and implementation and implementation. You've got to do this at every opportunity. The moment you've got an opportunity to implement, implement. Don't even think about it, just do it. Because the process of doing, just the exercise of going through the motions and doing something you've just learned and you're developing, will naturally break down resistance because the more you do it, you'll actually get better at it. Tip number five then is really important that when you do implement, you've got to get some feedback. And it starts with self-feedback. What worked well, what didn't work. So you know what does work and what doesn't work so that when you're implementing again, you can actually uh, fine-tune it and adjust along the way. Tip number six is uh, implement again. So there needs to be a really short gap between uh, implementation first and feedback and then implementing again. Now, I read a story on the weekend of a guy that was um, was bitten by a shark in, uh, and it was he, he nearly died. He, ne- he nearly lost his leg, but thankfully he saved it and, he, and he, uh, they saved his leg, but also he survived. He, he's talking about getting back in the water as quickly as he possibly can to overcome the fear of sharks. So his focus is, I've got to get back in the water really, really quickly and obviously do it safely because if I don't, the more I leave it before I get back, the higher the resistance is that's going to be built and he probably won't end up doing it. So point number six, tip number six is make sure you implement again really, really quickly. And the final tip is know that there is no end point. And this is what separates the exceptional salespeople, exceptional sales leaders from everybody else. There's no end goal. Yes, you've got to have an objective you want to hit, but you know there's no end point, right? So once you've hit a goal, it's actually, there are so many people out there when you talk to them and they've just achieved this big goal, this big dream. And the actual achievement of the dream, it's almost leaving them sometimes with a hollow feeling because they haven't actually thought what's beyond that dream. They've achieved this and they've thought, oh, fantastic. They realize that it's the journey that actually is the most exciting thing, not the achievement of the dream or the goal in and of itself. So what they've realized is there's, hey, there's no end point. There's always another level to get to. So I'm going to set a goal as a benchmark, as a milestone, but I'm not, I know I'm going to keep going because the more I do that, the better the habits are that I form and I know that, hey, all of a sudden I'll think, well, this goal that I set was actually a really small goal, so I'm going to set a bigger one and a bigger one and a bigger one. So there's never an end in sight. So there are seven tips to think about when it comes to uh, breaking down resistance and repeating great habits over and over and over again. So I trust that message resonates, particularly re- relevant in sales because there are too many sales leaders out there that are causing so much confusion. They're continuing to look for the shiny thing. They're continuing to look for the instant fix. And I'm here to tell you that it doesn't exist an instant fix. It takes work, it takes dedication, and it takes persistence. But over time, with the right assistance, with the right mentoring, with the right coaching, with the right skill set, and with repetition, and with feedback, you'd be amazed at what you can actually achieve and what your team can achieve in the process. So, uh, hey, if you'd like some help with this, if you'd like some assistance with breaking down resistance, increasing your uh, skill set, 
and taking your leadership to the exceptional sales leader level and in the process allowing your team to drive really high sustainable sales results, then let's jump on a call and have a conversation. Go to leadwithdarren.com. Uh, I'd love to work with you one-on-one, so let's pick a time and sit down and have a conversation about what that program looks like. And a quick reminder also, if we have not yet connected on LinkedIn, please reach out and send me a connection request on LinkedIn. Love to connect with you and interact with you on the LinkedIn platform. And until next episode, hey, look at what you can do today to continue to break down resistance. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Just make sure that you're repeating good habits and make sure you're repeating uh, habits that will actually get you the result over the long term, but you've got to stay the course. And I look forward to talking to you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.